listening to another episode of Not Another Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Joseph Burchette. And with me, as always, I have Lionel. No, you don't. Oh. <laughs> Was it because I I said something? You have jumper cables. <laughs> There's that. You don't have him either. Oh, I have You no get one. Their, their shitty understudies. Hi. <laughs> okay. Uh, and we have Mike. Popping cords. <laughs> um, why do you always introduce him first? Would you like me to introduce you first? No, I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't but, think you did, but I kind of. You see, he he doesn't actually care, but he demands an answer anyway. Um, actually, I was uh, I was I was thinking about that the other day. How you you're the only one that's consistently. Uh, bothered to ask us to tell the audience our names every time. I don't think I ever did that on my show. Did I? I don't think so. No, I think I just usually jump right into it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well. Eh, I like what little listeners we, <laughs> we have to know who they're listening to, um, especially when there's different people talking. But then again, our voices are, I think, distinct enough that you can... Come to think of it, I don't think I ever introduced you guys on my show. <laughs> oh, boy. You didn't well, do it in the intros? N- no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, it doesn't matter now, because I'm taking over your show. No, you're oh, not. Well, well I, you know, actually, Mike, if you want to, you can. I was thinking about <laughs> it. I, I kind of, I might. A couple, maybe a few times. I don't know. You can. Is this I'd like... stuff that I think we should talk about? Yeah, I would love an animated version with a mic. Topic for another time. Yes. All right. So this podcast is all about talking about each week's gaming news, and the first article is from Video Game Video Games Chronicles dot com. Kojima production veteran Ken. Imazumi? Kenichiro Imazumi, otherwise there. known as Ken. There we go. Departs following Death Stranding. So he left the company. Mike, why did he do this? Well, what's what's going on with this? I don't know. Yeah, it said something like there was a rumor of creative differences somewhere, but I have no idea. It seems like I, I looked at his Instagram and his Twitter. He hasn't said anything on Instagram. His latest pictures are all just like food. On Twitter, he he has retweeted stuff recently about Death Stranding, so I'm mm. sure it's not like that bad. Uh, I didn't know, but he has been. I think the article said he was there for 20 years, which wow. would mean yeah. 1999. Yeah, which I think, I, think the article said since uh, two or solid yeah, two. Yeah, which I'm not actually sure is true it might be because i i know i i feel like he jumped well at least i first heard of him around like the subsistence era like he might i feel like subsistence was his first game but i could be totally wrong um but in any case he's been there for like a really long time uh um he is i I did look at his bios and it said um it, 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 he was kind of branding himself in his like bios as like a 
a producer of like like an entertainment producer so maybe he wants to leave the video game space mm. um i saw his instagram story he was in la so there's that um yeah i was thinking maybe because he he used to work pretty closely with ryan payton back in the day maybe he'd go over to camouflage but that's just a guess um but yeah so can so go ahead sorry no go ahead I was just, I don't know much about him. And if he's been with, along with Kojima this long making the games, what did, what was his, was he a producer? Was he a writer? Was he yeah. a designer? Or what, he what was, was his a role? Produ- producer. He was basically just a make it happen motherfucker. And I remember <laughs> okay. him talking to Ryan about this on the old podcast that they did, just mm-hmm. about how, uh, you know, trying to, describe to other people what the fuck it is that they do as a producer um but you know basically just you know made shit happen schedule things you know found collaborators made sure things happened made mm-hmm. make sure shit's on schedule just i don't know big dick shit um but ken's a badass he's really funny i remember listening to him on uh the old kojima productions podcast back with ryan payton and he was definitely always he would always make really like dirty and like pervy comments. That was always <laughs> fun to hear. Uh, it was really cool. I actually met him once. Uh, I was such a nerd that when they did the world tour for MGS4, I drew a picture of Ken for some reason. I don't know, just because I thought he was cool. And I gave it to him. We talked briefly. He gave me some random swag. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he was nice. Um, mm. But he was. For a long time, he was just like always there with Kojima. Like him and Aki Saito, I think Aki Saito is still there. Were always like Ken more so. Ken was always there with Hideo. Like always, like whenever mm. they would go, you know, do events and stuff. So, um, hmm. and like it, it was like one of those things where it was like I knew when the whole, you know the big earthquake happened at Konami and, you know, Kojima jumped over and made the deal with Sony and started his own company. Like, I knew Ken was going to be there, but um, it's it's weird that he's not going to be there. Um, but at the same time, I think it's kind of cool because, like, he's ready to do something different. So, yeah. It's, yeah. It's time to move on. Yeah, he's a cool guy, man. <laughs> he's very funny he's very low-key chill um yeah i can't mm. wait to see what he does next whatever it is mm. so he hasn't really hinted in any way at all about what he might possibly no, be no he hasn't even said that he's left but that's i am curious about why if, i mean it seems like it would be good terms but i don't know why it would be bad terms but then again there's just like a lot about kojima that i think we don't know (laughs) for as as lauded as he is in the industry like really we don't really know we still don't know what happened with him and konami or why like there's some pretty good guesses and i think uh, i don't know it's weird i don't really know what kojima's like other than i don't know <laughs> i look forward to the day where they have 
one of those VH1 behind the music type of things, but for <laughs> Kojima. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where you can just yeah, really get it. Good viewing right there. <laughs> yeah. Some deep insight into that man. Yeah. Yeah, because he always looks so happy. We'll see. So, good luck, Ken. The fans yep, love you. They do. Yeah, you have our support. Yes. All right. Well, good luck, man. Look forward to what you're making. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's a skateboard. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's jump on to the next article here uh, by Kotaku. Riot settles lawsuits will pay every female employee since 2014 with $10 million. I thought million we were going to do the Kojima one. I, I thought that was the Kojima one. I'm sorry. What was the other uh, one? The About the script for script. Metal Gear. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, the movie. Jesus, yes. Let's, yeah. uh, yes, let's, let's go over that. I, post, I totally blanked on that one. Um, oh, my God. Where did I... I did not even have that one open. Not yeah, open. I, I haven't. I there haven't it is. Need to see that. Yeah. So by DualShockers.com, uh, we have the more info on the Metal Gear Solid movie script. There, the new script where it's. I did not get a chance to read this one all the way through. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did not. My uh, summarize. Please, yeah, if you could. Please. Much yeah. appreciated. Okay. Basically, uh, Jordan Vote Roberts is still attached to direct, and Ooh. he said, I forget the writer's name. Um, I guess they got a new draft and they turned it in. Um, and he was. Yeah. Anyway, he was like apologizing, like, oh, I wish I could update you guys more soon. Um, and then he teased. He was like, I'm meeting with an actor soon. That's exciting. Um, so yeah. who knows what who that actor is? I don't know. Um, I think he... Uh, there's, there's a few rumors that flew around with that. I know uh, we may have talked about this already, but Oscar yeah. Isaac was kind of thrown around like... Someone on Twitter asked Jordan, like, oh, Oscar Isaac said something about Snake, and then Jordan was like, oh, the ball's in Oscar's court, and then I think Oscar said something, like, I'm down, and then um, somebody photoshopped Oscar <laughs> onto, uh, like, they did a pretty good photoshop of, uh, it was Boss Logic, who's, like, pretty famous uh, in the photoshopping internet world, mm. um, but it, it looked cool. Uh, it was a cool image, but um, yeah. So people were like, "Oh, is he meeting with Oscar Isaac? Maybe. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there's another rumor that, that one of the guys from the raid was like Jordan was eyeing him for Gray Fox or something. That may have not be real. I feel like I saw that somewhere. Um, as far as Oscar Isaac is concerned, I'm like. He's not my first choice, but I don't know. He'd do it, I guess. I don't know. But mm. anyway, about the script, um, and I do love Oscar Isaac. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. about the, scri- the script, he was he was saying certain things, and it's like every time I, I see news about this, I'm just like, 
I get, you know, more and more, maybe not more and more, but I worry in different ways. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like he was, I remember before he was saying, uh, oh, what was he saying? I don't know. Anyway, but the the tweets now, he's, he was saying like, oh, we just turned a new draft. It's full of Kojima quirk and full military surrealism. I won't say more. <laughs> um, and I think before he said stuff about like, oh, it's, man, it's a crazy like, oh, he used the phrase punk rock, which I really hate when people use that phrase when, about things that involve lots of money and big business. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know, man. That's that's cool. I hope it's good. I still have a lot of worries. Um, like, I just really hope he doesn't miss the point. Metal Gear. But it's also weird because the Metal Gear movie that... I would make if I had the ability to make movies is probably different than what he would make. Mm. But there's also lots of different ways to make a Metal Gear movie. You know what I mean? And he's even said this. He said, you know, you could do like the dark R-rated version or you could do the more safe PG-13 version. Mm. Um, But I I don't know. That's kind of exciting and worrisome at the same time. Um, It's definitely lighting a fire under me to write this thing I've been wanting to write for a long time which is basically an open letter to him detailing all the things that I want and don't want uh, but I'm sure he probably would never read uh, or maybe he would I don't know depends but it's weird. I don't know are you are you hyped jumper cables you're fucking yeah. hyped bro uh... <laughs> I'm reserving everything for when I see something. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm actually kind of cold. So you want a trailer? You want some sort of? I mean, at this point, just like any kind of like proof of concept. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just sort of. uh, Really, I'm not. It's not even fair to say I'm cold. I'm just kind of okay. I'll see it when I see it. Hmm. <laughs> I literally forgot it was a thing till we just started talking about it. Oh, I think about it at least uh, three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> it is on his mind. Probably more than that. Uh, God. So, so this is what you're spanking it to is what you're telling us. <laughs> uh, a picture of a cover of a screenplay. <laughs> yeah. Just the concept of it. Just the concept. Um, no. mm. So the side going Metal Gear movie, Metal Gear movie. No, <laughs> that would imply some level of like excitement or enthusiasm over this project. Oh, oh. of dread and worry and fear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! It's more like I'm getting pegged by an idea. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Very slowly. And you're not sure if you like it yet. No. So you're re- experimenting with the idea in college. I mean, I I don't know. It 
I I wish I was at a could just make this movie myself. Mm. It probably won't happen. I it won't stop me from trying to. I don't know. Someday I'll chase mm. that dragon. I'll chase that dragon down. There you go. <laughs> but um, I mean, Jordan's a with the right script. I'm sure he could he could make something cool. Um, I Kong, I actually don't like that movie at all. Oh. I think it, I didn't like the script and I didn't particularly like the way it was directed, but it, it was a movie. Um, but I actually do really like his first movie a lot. It's actually really great. Uh, um, so I I don't know. I'd like to see more from him before Metal Gear. Just to I don't I don't know. It's I'm just so worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think that he'll. I, I think there's a chance that he'll make a really good movie, but I'm also like, there's also a chance that he'll make a movie that I won't really like. I feel like he'll make a movie that a lot of people will like, but that I won't like. Mm, the safe movie. Yeah. Okay, oh, hey, they safe. spelled Kojima wrong in this fucking. <laughs> in the headline. Oh, dear. <laughs> Two eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Recently, I've been watching a bunch of video game movies, and they're not great. Uh, I watched Assassin's Creed. I watched Double Dragons, and I watched Prince of Persia. Yeah. Yeah. Double Dragon <laughs> is at least funny. Oh no! It was it was out of all the three, the most goofy and just out there was definitely Double Dragons. That is See, for sure. The sad um, part is like I watched it when I was going through kind of like, you know, becoming obsessed with double dragon to some degree mm-hmm. and realizing that a lot of that movie's weirdness exists in the games. <laughs> yeah. So I, man, I don't know. Like Assassin's Creed tried taking itself way too seriously. Just really <laughs> just like way, way too seriously. And I, I like Fassbender. He's, He's a good actor, but he just he couldn't save that movie. <laughs> he really could not. Mm. Um, and the Prince of Persia, um, Jake was it Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, I like him. He's great. He's also always a good actor. But the movie was just kind of, eh, it, it was like a, a six out of ten. It was it was all right. So I don't know if they go in the direction where it's kind of PG and it's safe and it's just. Uh, crazy military movie then i think that's fine it'll do okay um but if they try and go full on kojima (laughs) but if they go full on kojima i don't think that will do well it might be too much for people i don't know i could be wrong but i feel like it would i don't know it it really it all depends on how it's marketed and that's the other thing is people have this completely different ideas of what it means to be full on Kojima. Like, <laughs> what does that mean when you say that? That's what I'm mm-hmm. worried about. You can't just say that. That's like when someone fucking, you know, they use those buzzwords when they're talking about stuff and it's just mm-hmm. like, it means nothing. Please explain what you mean. Like, <laughs> full Kojima quirk. Fuck does that mean? <laughs> Superpower from the no, hero academia. That's what it's, that's what I think of. <laughs> what, what, would a, what would a Kojima cork be? I'm like imagining 
Kojima's head <laughs> popping out of my side or something. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you what the quirk is. <laughs> he <laughs> identifies a person and their entire being like becomes like one thing that they're about. <laughs> so like so like he identifies Todoroki and he stops being, you know, icy hot or whatever the fuck and becomes I hate my dad man. <laughs> there you go. So oh, it turns you into seventy percent film. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like that. That's what so, his body's made out of. Pure as film. He, as he keeps saying, or I don't know. Such mm. a silly quote. It also uh makes you want to sit on ducks. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Who knows? I, I feel like I don't know, if it's Kojima if to do it right you have to I don't know, it's weird. You could do so many do it so many different ways and it's oh, I don't know. Cuz it's uh, it steals so much from movies already. It's like it's going to be a regurgitation of a regurgitation and yeah, it's going to be the snake that eats itself. But it's got to be smart and it's got to subvert your expectations of what it should be, but nobody's expectations of Metal Gear are the same. Mm-hmm. It's going to be mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. And, I think it's going to be polarizing no matter what. And then I guess the bigger question, who's the audience? Like, who is this? Is it just people who love Metal Gear? I mean, you can't just... And that's been the problem with video game movies since forever. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I feel like... Well, I don't, I don't know... If that's the. It's more like they think they have the built-in audience of like, oh, look how many copies this sold, and then they just try and proceed make it. to alienate them. Well, they, yeah, they try to make it for the Hollywood audience instead, mm. and think that they have secured the gaming audiences already, and they just yeah, they take them alien, for granted, and they alienate both. Yeah. 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 <sighs> this is that's. This is not going to be easy for him to make this work. <laughs> no. It's really not. I mean, it's not easy for anyone. How many, like, how many video game movies, uh, never mind successful, how many of them are just liked? Mm. Well, so far, Sonic is looking like it might be good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, looks, yeah, I have some uh, hopes for that. It looks fun. I like yeah, Mortal Kombat. It fun. And like Mario Brothers. And Street like Fighter. Yeah. yeah. There's some good ones. Those are just pure fun. I like those. Yeah. Okay. All I right. Like pixels. Yeah. I never watch Pixels. Is that actually... Are you, just, are you just joking or is it actually decent? I liked it. Oh, okay. I thought it was cute. Mm. I might check that out. Would... Um, well, that's based on a book. The movie about VR, the virtual. What's, what's it called? I was just thinking of that. Um, F and what's that shit? The kid wants to be Marty McFly so bad. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I. Ready I'm, Player One. Yeah, is that really considered a video game movie, or if is that, that more just counts? A, if a love that counts, then Scott culture. Pilgrim counts too. Then the yeah. wizard counts. Then the, <laughs> the wizard, wizard does counts. count. That is totally a video game. No, actually, it's a it's a movie about video games. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I don't think they do. I I I thought Ready Player One was pretty fun. It, was it wasn't bad. 
Yeah. yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. All right, let's move on to some lawsuits. Uh, so this Boy. article by Kotaku, I kind of mentioned it briefly before. Uh, riots <clears throat> settles lawsuit will pay every female employee since 2014 with 10 million dollar fund. So um, would yeah. one of you like to tell me in what way did Riot fuck up? <laughs> so hard that they had to pay yeah literally I, every female employee <laughs> i reread the article so you want me to go Is over it right? yes yes uh, we're gonna start so first <laughs> off there are even though matt damon got shamed pretty hard for saying that there are shades of gray to this sort of thing there are <laughs> and uh uh, well, let's just say first off, no one got touched. Yeah, <laughs> no is one correct. got touched. There was no touching involved. But other than that, it was basically the worst workplace environment you could imagine. Just like a shitty job if you're a woman, and probably mm. some introverted guys too. It was just like a whole lot of, you know how some of us were and some people we knew were back in the day when we were like you know probably 15 or so how we or, thought about or maybe it's the reason why you felt so uncomfortable when you were that age you were surrounded so, by those other people so here's mm-hmm. um they made a quick comment with it like here's some of the things that they did crotch grabbing phantom humping and sending unsolicited <laughs> and unwelcoming pictures of male Wait. genitalia Okay, wait. Yeah, yeah. So by crotch grabbing, are they grabbing their own crotches, or are they yeah. doing I, the uh, I, MGS I three? So. Yeah. Okay. No, and two. Uh, and, and also making a hot girls list and passing that around, ranking the female employees by. Yeah, yeah. This I is mean, middle school. <laughs> I know it's it's yeah. hell of like it's dude shit. It's, it's like oh, stupid. Bro I culture, mean, as they call it. I and it I really was hate that. Back then. I hate that phrase. Like, bro culture, just, can we stop mm. with the everything culture here? It's just, like, it's a bad time. It's, it's dumbass culture. We, yeah, we don't need it. Anyway, it's just, like, a bunch of fucking kids that, you know... Yeah. Like, shitty, you know, weird teenagers that never grew up and, like, mm. don't know how to act or work with or be around women, really. Probably like, anyone, for that matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's all. I mean, when I read some of the shit, it's like, oh, like this is normal dude stuff. They just brought it into the workplace, <laughs> which you probably just, it's. You they know. just they lacked like, like even even for the elements that might normally be uh, harmless amongst one another. There's there's a certain wherewithal to say, not here. Yeah, mm. uh, and it's that thing where I've seen it a lot, and I always think back of. It's funny because I watch Eris's channel now, back in the day, but I think about that interesting. Hate him, right? No, I didn't. I didn't know who he was really. I was just like, "There's the example." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, well, yeah, yeah, he was doing that shit. But he's he's the example of, you know, or he was. He's and people change and grow. That's mm-hmm. what you know. I just want to say that. So I, I like the dude now. But, like, 
that's just such a prime example of like someone doing the same shit they always do but not realizing that you can't do the same shit with your boys that you do around women. Although he was taking it to another level, like it was thirsty. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty fucked. Like you can't, but that whole conversation around there was just about like, you know, shit docking in general. It's like, Oh, you know, like, you know, we grew up playing fighting games being like, Oh dude, I'm fucking getting raped. Like, oh, I got butt raped. Like, raped yeah. me. like it's, Oh Yeah. What he was doing was targeted. It was like he was talking very much to one person in a room full of people. Yeah, I'm just saying in general, like Mm -hmm. just how you grow up playing fighting games. Like you talk shit and you talk like gross shit, but like Mm -hmm. suddenly when girls are starting to get into fighting games or like entering the workplace or or you're just around them in general, like you can't say shit like that because it's fucking. Yeah, it makes people um, uncomfortable. It's yeah. mixed company, and the thing is, is there was probably a point in time where I wouldn't say you necessarily didn't say this stuff around other dudes so much as you're going to ease into it to some degree. You're going to figure out, you know, what's cool and what isn't, uh, you know, how, what ways you can speak. There's there's a universal element to it, and then there is the gender element to it. You're supposed to be kind of like working on it as you go, and it sounds like there was like literally no effort put in on this end. It was just be as stupid as you want, and who yeah. cares? The other thing I was gonna ask Joe, do you know much about the history of Riot? Like, did they start small and grow out? So they started very small in the beginning, and they only really made one game, and that was League of Legends. And as they grew and they got more investment, and I think they're they're owned by um, Tencent, which is a big Chinese company. Um, yep. And they pretty much, after they were purchased by them, uh, they just got an endless amount of funding into it. So and they just built it out. So they started very small with League of Legends, and they slowly built up into this huge juggernaut that is now um, Riot Games, and they're making a whole bunch of other new games. So it was definitely a small workplace, and then it got bigger really, really fast. Yeah, so, that's a it sort of it almost reminds me of like, like kind of what happened to Phil Fish, where he was. Oh yeah. He was just by himself, and then suddenly he was thrust into something bigger, mm. and he really didn't know how to handle it. So it seems like. Yeah. It's probably what happened here, but it's also like not helped by the fact. I think the article pointed the original article pointed out mm. that, you know, like twenty percent of the people. It was only twenty percent of people were women at this mm-hmm. workplace mm-hmm. um and just and they had this really stringent you know interviewing process where they wanted to make absolutely sure everyone was a gamer but you know and they were doing that thing that you know you do in your kid where you're like are you really a gamer what do you play and just like yeah apparently they turned that up to like 15 when they were interrogating when? women for these jobs mm-hmm. um but yeah and i guess you know the games that they make too are like skewed pretty male and they wanted people that played the games and it was just like a recipe to kind of just feed in more dudes yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um also to the suit uh this is more off from the article this would also allege that the outspoken female employees faced retaliation from riot and 
including denied promotions, refusals to provide increased compensation or equal pay, uh, equal pay. So basically they were just, <clears throat> excuse me, straight yeah. out. So anytime fair. they would try to say, you know, this isn't cool or you're making us uncomfortable, they attack. Them. Yeah. 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 So. Well, even apart from all that stuff, because it's it's almost like separate issues. Like there is like the like that broy shit, like the you know, just the inappropriate shit. But there's also just that element of like like women working really hard and just not being rewarded for it, yeah. really, and having to work twice as hard and just not getting promoted. So. Yeah, I, I don't know because I, I don't know, and it's just this weird mentality that all the higher ups seem to have. It's like I don't know, it, it's it's weird. It's fucking crazy. It's weird because I've I've never worked in a place that was like this. Like, mm. I, I've always seen like pretty balanced, like respectful workplaces, but I don't know. It's weird to see shit like this. Well, when you, your game starts to do very well, your company just in general starts to do very well, and you're one of the, you know, the high up executive team type people who just are making tons of money, and you can pretty much do anything you want. I mean, no one's going to <laughs> say anything about you, or pretty yeah, much let you, you do have, anything you want. When you don't have to answer to anybody, uh, it it isn't necessarily guaranteed, but it definitely can be a recipe for utter disaster. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Which is what happened here. Yeah, it's just that thing of where they, they're like, really proud of how they, you know, got to where they are, and they think that the values that they held are just like universal, and we need to keep doing that, and our culture is our culture, and like, let's not fucking change. Even though we're like huge now, we're introducing all these other people and. Yeah, it's a bad time. So anyway, they're paying yeah. money to people. That I, what's going on? Yeah, it was a so, suit. Yeah. So uh, this kind of ri- okay. The topic of this ha- this type of stuff happening in Riot was in the beginning. It wasn't. It was a big deal, but it wasn't a really huge deal. It didn't really escalate until they did the whole um, uh, when a lot of the employees marched out. And they did the whole protest outside of Riot. Uh, that what I think went. I don't. I can't remember how long that went for. But I think it's because of that. That's when they figured, okay, maybe we should do something about this. It's on all the news. It's on everywhere. So mm-hmm. they decided to do a payout. Um, they like got a whole bunch of money. <laughs> they can afford it, and they're just going to pay all the women out based off. See, I'm not sure about. It, how it's it, they didn't say exactly. They said um, like. Tenure and basically yeah. how long you were there and what you did while you were there. Yeah, so it's all based off of that. Um, so they're not like being real clear on how much money each person is getting. Yeah. Well, that doesn't necessarily need to be made public. No, that's true. But yeah, that it, does not. It seems like they've been taking steps too along the way. Even when yeah, I was re- they mentioned NBA. a couple in there. Yeah, in the original article, <coughs> in the original article, they had already hired somebody who was like a, a whatever, some diversity lady, or whatever, one of those people, you yeah. know, which I, I always think is silly, but it's it's definitely needed in some places. Mm. Uh, a lot of tech companies are hiring those type of people now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of. Them. And, 
there was a lot of interview with her where she was just kind of acknowledging the problems and trying to clarify a lot of things of what was really happening, things she had seen and not seen. Um, that's the other thing too is like I don't know you read this and it's weird. Like I don't doubt that it was bad, but when you start reading into all the details, it's just like no wonder like how bad was this versus how bad was this but mm. i don't know so it, because this it's always gonna I don't know, men and women are always gonna view things sort of differently you know, yep. you're trying to read different people's subjective truths um but it does seem like the consensus is that it was pretty bad um at, at the very least not fair and at the worst just a fucking god-awful shithole to work at yeah it sounded like clown shoes yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so yeah i mean i'm glad they are doing this uh especially like kind of giving what they are owed for all of the i guess emotional abuse that they were given i am a little worried though because um one of the things mentioned in the article was that uh <laughs> Some of the uh, named, um, uh, I'm gonna try, I don't know what the right word, and I don't know, aggressors, antagonizers, what have you, mm-hmm. who are like top dogs in the company, are still present in the company. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, <laughs> uh, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's I'm, hope they get their act together. I'm yeah. I'm not too worried. It's I think it's correctable behavior, but it so it takes a lot of work. It is, and usually when things get too out of hand, that's usually when you see the article posted that they step down or something. Mm-hmm. Like they said, they gracefully step down from their CEO and you know position or whatever. So it's it's just a little weird to hear that. Oh, we literally named someone who did it. <laughs> And they're not gone, and as far as we know, aren't being like punished or reprimanded or anything. Probably because they run the damn company. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly why. Just them being named is, you know, they're probably going to get their shit together. And there's, we're not talking about like Harvey Weinstein levels of. No. Oh yeah, no, 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 It's no, no. it's more just like, hey, stop being a shithead and try and understand stop that, grabbing your crotch and sending pictures yeah it's, you know trying to understand that you can't just fucking yell at each other in meetings <laughs> <laughs> and like i don't know the thing that, that that got me the most in that original article was that a woman pitched like a really good idea and then she everyone shot it down full of holes and then she gave it to a friend in the company who pitched the same exact thing, and they were like, oh, wow, this is fucking oh, great. Fucking that kind of shit is like, I don't know. That's just, people are, I don't know, it's just people who don't yeah. fucking, they just see women differently. It's weird. Yeah. Well, it's nice to know they got exposed. It's immaturity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully more companies will will be exposed, if you will. I mean, Twitter seems to be really good about exposing lots of people for bad things that they do. Yeah, Twitter is a regular exhibitionist for all its exposure. Yeah, Joe, when are you going to expose your butthole to my fist? (laughs) 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's that's coming in a future episode. When we do that's the not appropriate for this workplace, Pangelina. Next week, <laughs> true believers. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to the next article here. Uh, the next article is by comicbook.com. It's more of a rumor than the actual solid fact right now, but Rockstar Games ne- <clears throat> Rockstar Games' next title isn't GTA 6 or Bully 2, but a new medieval open world game. Hmm. So right, <laughs> this, horses- is a, this is a fucking rumor-ass rumor. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is as yep. rumor as it get. I, I thought it was... <laughs> already stated that they are making a Bully 2. I, I swear there was an article a I'm while pretty ago. sure they've been talking about Bully 2 for a minute. Yeah, that was a yeah. rumor. It's uh, <laughs> a lot of fucking rumors with this yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. They're about to so, make it. I'd, I'd be interested to see them do a medieval game. Why not? I mean, they did a western. Yeah. They did, um, yeah, they did a, I don't know, a, why is my brain blanking on me? Fucking crime noir shit. L.A. noir? Yeah, that's it. That was Team Bondi, though. Rockstar just published it. Oh, well, fuck me then. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, I, I mean, they could, they definitely do open world games really well. Uh, do you guys think it would be like Skyrim or something? Or not really? I don't want it to be Skyrim. I mean, they can have... You know, it, whether they want to be grounded or they want to include fantasy elements, really up to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just... I mean, even if it's just medieval GTA, it'll still be something different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike will true, still true. steal the white man's horses. <laughs> yeah. Still be possible, I, so. I I don't know. I I feel silly even talking about this because I feel like it's just not probably not true. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Yeah, it's just I'm also territory. I'm I'm also just like I kind of feel like there's enough middle medieval games already floating mm-hmm. out there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see them do something else. I had an idea of something that I wanted them to do, but I can't remember what the fuck it was. I mean, I've always wanted a Neo Tokyo Grand Theft Auto. Ooh. But I can't remember. Well, a Neo Tokyo type setting is something people have been wanting for a long time, and no one really, like, has jumped at the call. Yeah, I don't know why. Mm. Huh. Is is that kind of cyberpunk? Isn't that... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a very... It's it's almost like a sub genre, not even like a sub genre, like a like a distinct aesthetic within cyberpunk. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Then nice. again, uh, you know, the obsession with Japan is a aspect of cyberpunk in a general sense. Yeah. So I don't know. They're interconnected. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I just want Akira the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh is that live action still moving forward or is that can has that been canceled? No, it hasn't been canceled. Taika is oh. still attached, I think. Mm. We'll see where that goes. Yeah, so there's not much going on here. Just more Looks rumors of rumors. Taika Tony. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was actually thinking I feel like Taika would be a good choice for a Metal Gear movie. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. It's 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 funny. I'd either want the Taika Waititi Metal Gear movie or like the Denis Villeneuve Metal Gear movie. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. Um <laughs> there wasn't much there. It's just lots of rumors and rumors. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well who knows what they're gonna make next. I I, I feel like it's really gonna be bully too. I'm really pointing in that direction. It feels that might be the next thing. Um, oh, I remember what the fuck I wanted them to do. Right. Uh, I because uh the Red Dead games kind of they're they cover a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So and it the the last game, the last game's a Red Dead Two's a prequel, so Red Dead One kind of ends somewhere in like 1912, like early 1900s. So I would like to see like that story, or at least some. I, I want to see the generations move forward just one more. Like I would love to see uh, some of the like. That's uh, hard to say without spoiling a little mm-hmm. bit but this is not too big of a spoiler but uh there's a kid in in the games who when he grew up or when he grows up he will be alive and like it's weird to think about because it's like the old ones but when he grows up it'll be like the 50s or something like i would mm-hmm. love to see them do like 1940s or or, or like 1950s 60s era like crime story or something like that Ooh. i don't know but i still have those kind of ties to like the red dead universe a little bit or something i don't know oh, yeah that'd be fascinating you know you can have people talking about their family histories and lineages and all that other shit yeah yeah that would be a Honestly, a much <laughs> better direction than yet another medieval game. It we could have be good. Something. Well, I'm not saying it won't be bad. I'm just saying that there are so many games out there. with. And um, it's only a problem that there's so many because there isn't enough creativity being enacted. But, mm, you know, you don't solve yeah. that problem by not doing it. I don't know if I agree with that. I just think there's a lot. Um, like, yeah. I didn't, like... And open to me it just i'm sure they they would do something cool but to me i'm just like i kind of i got all that with assassin's creed hmm. yeah. for sure okay let's move on to the next story by pushsquare.com sony appears to officially confirm it won't make another portable playstation y'all the vita y'all nintendo made that ass humble that's what they Uh, do that's pretty much so it's this website is basically taking a bunch of quotes from Game Informer's um, article they did on the first 25 years of the PlayStation which is actually a nice read they did a lot of great interviews with people from the history of the PlayStation and they um, just made a comment of basically saying that it's just not, what is it? Uh, Clearly it's a business we're no longer in right now. And that was made by Jim Ryan. Um, So it's just, it, it was a good idea, but it's just not something that they need to focus on now or ever again. 
Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of history repeating itself. Was like time and time again, <laughs> Nintendo with their jank ass <laughs> tech, yeah, beats out like completely superior machinery. That's true. Yeah, the Game Gear. Um, yeah, the yeah, Game Gear was second. better. The only mm-hmm. advantage the Game Boy had was battery life. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, I think it had more games too. It had a lot more games. Um, I yeah. Think there was that. So so there was two. They had that and they had a library. Yeah. So I mean, the PS Vita was a really great idea. I mean, it really was like yeah. a portable console. It was. Yeah, it was a portable PS3, right? Yeah. So was so was the Game Gear. Just, just like just like the PSP <laughs> was a portable PlayStation. And... Yeah. Uh, this, I feel like this was announced that it was dead like a year ago. Like they said this already, but mm-hmm. this yeah. is just like the nail in the coffin for sure. Which, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely yeah. not happening anymore. It, yeah, the market is just like it's too like Nintendo and smartphones. Like that's it. Nintendo is lucky that they grandfathered yeah. in, but yeah. you know, really they're filling a niche at this point. Like yeah. they have their IP and and that's it. I don't know what they're doing. I was sitting next to this dude on the bus the other day, and he was playing some fucking football game on his phone, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, this looks like a fucking PS3 game. Like it was, it was pretty. <laughs> Like, you could see all the grass and shit, and, it, like, the controls looked simple and easy, and all the players had faces, and it was pretty detailed, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, shit looks good. Yeah, there's yeah. literally too much competition with the phones yeah. now, but, um, yeah, Nintendo persists just because of its mastery of the handheld market, but, yeah, I don't know, I'm... I'd, I'd like to see another competitor rise up. I'm, I'm just not hopeful for it at this point. But let's just say that we're going to happen, which it's definitely not happening for Microsoft. But who, who I, want Dreamcast. Able... I want a portable Dreamcast. I want a portable Dreamcast. Yeah, that would actually be, be crazy if they came, Sega came back with a handheld. Yeah, it's just... There's really no one I can think of who would do it or be able to do it well. And honestly, <clears throat> there's really no point in doing it anymore. I mean, you can do it on like a small scale, kind of like the same way um, on the same level as these like, uh, you know, these like retro consoles coming out. Mm-hmm. If you do like, OK, here's a not necessarily a PlayStation retro, but just like, here you go, um, you know, enjoy fond memories of such and such games from this library here. Um, I think Neo Geo kind of did it with their weird ass little arcade, their miniature arcade machine thing. Yeah. That's technically portable, technically a handheld. You can do it on the small scale. Like you can still release something like that, but you don't want to try and compete no, anything. no. You want to make something with the price point that says, okay, you can have this alongside something else. Yeah. That's why I'm really interested to know how the the new Intellivision console coming out, um, made by Tommy Tellerico, and um, the well, new Atari coming out are going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it will sound really good. Uh, play like shit, but it will sound really, really good. Um, so I don't know. We have two new consoles coming out very, very soon. 
um, trying to revive a very old gaming brand. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I feel like that thing is, I don't even know what it is still. And yeah. I'm not sure that I care, which is too bad because I like Tommy. I'm interested mm. to look at it. Yeah. I want to look at it. I just, yeah. So, um, yeah. So at least with the Atari, yes, they're going to be um, releasing a lot of their old games, but they're also trying to do a lot of new stuff and open it up as a platform for other developers to build stuff on. But the thing that Tommy's working on, he's really just trying to bring back in old television games, which honestly, I mean, that's a very small market. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not quite sure if he really, truly thinks that's going to succeed. I mean, it's just, come on. That market is so tiny. So, it's just money. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So yeah, I like we'll other stuff he's made, I so know. I hope it doesn't flop. Is he trying to make a big thing, or is he... Does he know that this is a niche thing and he's just trying to make it to make it so it exists? Uh, you know, they did a Q&A, I think, like last week, answering a whole bunch of questions. Um, I need to watch that. I, I feel like maybe he is aware that it's probably not going to be the next Xbox or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. But it's just going to be very niche and cater to a very small but very, uh, I don't know, uh I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Knows we need we'll, to we'll know see. more about it. But yeah. I'll, cool. I'll say about this article is I still have my PSP and I still, still play bust, it. I still bust it out when I'm on the road. <laughs> you know, mostly for Tekken 6 just to keep the muscle, brain muscles going. Yes. Uh, but, it's pretty good handheld. But, you know, you, you get your PS1 games on there too. That's pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty nice. It is yeah. nice. That's that's what's up on that thing because yeah. the PS1 had a stupid library, just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean I modded it too, so I have basically the whole SNES library on there too. So nice. Yeah, it's pretty it's a cool. great console. It's a great little handheld. It's a shame it just did not do as well as they had hoped. Okay, let's move on to the about last the original PSP. Mm. <laughs> I did not get a Vita. No? Did you not like it? Or just was there's not... There's never enough shit on there for me to want to oh. get it. Oh, okay. Was it backwards compatible? Did it play UMDs? I actually didn't get one. No, I don't think so. No, no I'm pretty sure they abandoned the UMD format. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, good old UMDs. I remember watching movies on that thing. Yeah, that, that was a... That was a running gag with me is anytime I found a UMD movie, I would get it from Mike. <laughs> uh, I think I've got a couple I need to send to you, by the way. I don't want that shit. <laughs> Too bad, you're getting it. Unless they're good. The last ones you gave me were all like Saw and like all these horror movies and shit. <laughs> oh, nobody wants to watch movies on UMDs. I still have hackers on UMD. That's <laughs> tight. It's cool. the most cyberpunk way to watch that movie. Really? <laughs> on UMD? Oh, I could watch it on a CRT monitor. That'd be more <laughs> cyberpunk. Across yep. two CRT monitors. Jesus. Okay, let's move on to the last article of the night here by The Guardian. Go Game Master quits saying machines cannot be defeated. 
even though I, it, I read that title wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I got real disappointed when I started reading the article because I thought it was uh, Go Master quit saying machines can't be defeated. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a story about like the human spirit and overcoming <laughs> adversity. Nope. I'm so oh. sorry, Lionel. The exact opposite. It's a My story about rushed. about giving up. It's a story about a man who is the best in the world at something giving up. Oh, it's, it's very much the opposite of what you were thinking, Lionel. Yes. Very much. Um, but it's it's kind of odd too because he uh, it's saying he, he was also the only human to beat Google's algorithm. Yeah. There was like five games played between him and that uh, program, and he won one of them, though he didn't seem to feel too uh, hyped about that win. Like he uh, claimed, I think in the article, that he, his suspicion was that he won because uh, he hit a bug mm. where the computer responded to a move he made in a very straightforward manner, which is something you wouldn't normally do in Go. Oh, I see. Huh. It seems like he might have... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was more like a, a fake-out, where it's like, you should do this yeah. after this, logically, but yeah, you should do that. He described what he was doing as, like, a tricky play, so maybe. Yeah, I think the article also said something like, there are as many plays in Go as there are, like, stars in the universe or some shit like that. Or, like, atoms uh, in the human body or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it, it was something ridiculous. It's a lot. <laughs> that game is dense. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very dense. Yeah, it's, I'm too stupid to, like, be good at it. It's pretty, it's pretty weird. But, yeah, mm. it, advancements in AI. That's, um... Yeah, this this story is depressing and a little scary. You guys feel like AI has gotten better in games over the years? Oh my yes. So I don't remember if it's either if it's Google or Valve, but they um there was an AI they created that plays StarCraft, and it plays it incredibly well, like really really well. And there I mean, are people. I mean, in games. In oh, in games. Oh. Yeah, because we obviously we know we're, we're about to be destroyed by AI any second. <laughs> but I yes. mean, in games, like I, oh. I don't know. It, it um, like, oh. Yeah. Or, I, or what, I, like, what have been the big gains in AI in in gaming? I'm sure um, there's some. I just can't think of much. I remember the thing that um, Half Life championed. Outside of just kind of like never really doing cutscenes, having you always in the moment, was that it had like really advanced AI. It did. They they actually the when you were fighting them, the enemy, they're actually pretty smart. I mean, they just didn't mm-hmm. come charging at you and firing at you. They would duck and dodge. They would know when you were coming, and it was no, it was really well done. But since then, uh, see, know. part of the problem though is that like. Uh, one instance of like proof of the AI being good is you not really thinking about it. Yeah, it's uh. true. But I'm just thinking, like in general, like I know I feel like maybe Todd Howard or the Rockstar guys, if you hear it often mentioned about like you know all these NPCs are on a schedule, <laughs> which isn't. It's not. That's not really. That's more just 
planning something out and having an AI do it, but mm-hmm. it's more them reacting to player input. I, I always remember I've talked about this before, but I always remember playing like Soul Calibur two, and it was like an aha moment. Like it wasn't like this big AI genius move, but it was something where I sort of I don't know realized the potential of conscious AI was I I was fighting this AI and I was getting him up against this like a ring out basically into like a a pond of water and I was getting him over there and he just immediately started sidestepping away from it and it was like like we were so close that anytime I would maneuver he would just sidestep away and that like blew my mind because it's like this thing I know it's just programmed that way but this thing does not want to go in there like it does not mm-hmm. want to go in there and it will do everything it can to prevent itself from getting in there mm. it's just a simple thing but it was like i don't know i was really watching something like self-preserve even though it's just a a fighting game character well yeah it, it says something to that in the sense because there were games before it even games in the series where the AI wasn't as, you know, didn't seem the, the characters you were fighting didn't play as though they were conscious of the ring out like virtual fighter one. That's kind of the easy win. Um, not so much with two. I think it's around three that they start avoiding it. And yeah, same thing with like soul edge. They're not fighting as though they're trying not to get knocked out the ring. And then you get the Soul Calibur at the end, and like you said, Soul Calibur 2, I think. Yeah. Um, Another good place where I'm sure AI has probably advanced a lot, but kind of like Lionel Hawk, you were saying, we just really haven't noticed it, is um, Forza and all the new um, motorsport games. I mean, the racing games. But Mm -hmm. the AI of the other cars has gotten much, much, much better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you really don't notice it unless you're, unless you're, well, you're driving the car <laughs> along with everyone else, but, um, mm-hmm. it's not really talked about much, but I'm pretty sure they spend a lot of time and effort to make that feel as realistic as possible. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. So that's one place. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, yeah, I, I remember a big thing like before the, this current generation of consoles came out everyone was talking about how they were hoping that AI was going to be the, the, the big next thing, excuse me, the next big thing that, you know, games were going to be championing and like really focusing on and stuff. And well, obviously that didn't happen. Now it's streaming and all this other stuff, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. we'll see. Maybe it's see what funny. Cause we were just talking about me playing Tekken on PSP, but there's a, in some of the Tekken games, they have a ghost battle mode, oh, which yeah. is kind of... And I'm not really sure how it works. Uh, someone in a Discord said that those were captured data from arcade machines because they have, like, usernames attached to them, and you could download some from the internet, and oh. you could uh, actually, I think, get a ghost data of yourself on PSP and then That's send really cool. it to, to other people over the internet. Um, not really sure how it worked, really, but it's weird because I comparing it to like the AI, like when I'm in practice mode, 
for just playing the game against AI, like Tekken 7. Uh, like, setting it to ultra hard is, it's not that hard. Like, the AI is kind of stupid. But going back and fighting, like, the ghost data, like, the ghost data is, it's pretty stupid some of the times. Like, you can get away with some stupid shit, but they're just, like, way, it's way harder than fighting the Tekken 7 AI. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why. I don't know how they gathered that data and how they put it together to use. Yeah. Well, you're, you're probably the uh, even though it's still AI, it's imitating different styles of play. Yeah. So it's it's like you're having to deal with a weird, maybe like a weird, just a very different approach to a character if there's a. One thing that can be said about playing against the, you know, the game AI is that it's very uniform. Yeah, but it it's still like it's it's funny like it's better when it's the ghost data pulled, but you can still do stupid shit like like yeah. just completely hell sweep them to death like every mm-hmm. round. But then if you miss it, and they sometimes like they block it. It's like I guess that's because a player knew your matchup and like would block yeah. that i don't know it's it's weird or maybe it's like a statistic like their likelihood of catching this move is such and such yeah oh, it's interesting yeah but yeah i can't really i, I remember like seminal moments and in, in some i can't remember what game it was but i remember i was like sort of like i think it was a first person shooter or a third person shooter but i was fighting somebody in there was an AI, and we were around. A, there was a pillar between us, and I was trying to strafe around the pillar, but the AI was like doing its best to keep like the pillar in between us, so I couldn't shoot it. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's, I can't really think of shit that's, you know, been really good lately. I was, you notice when it's bad, like Arma Three has fucking terrible AI, like buggy shit played a lot of that but i don't know another thing is like with first person shooters like it you never notice so much you always notice when it's too good like when it feels like they're just scoring headshots because they're robots Mm-hmm. it's weird yeah, yeah. like you're playing a fighting game and you can just tell okay it's reading my inputs yeah yeah, like Tekken 2. <laughs> Tekken yeah. 2 on the hardest difficulty, they're just reading your fucking inputs. Yeah, it it's... Yeah. Like, you have to know... Like, you, pr- you, you will know you had never seen such horrific bullshit in your entire life. Yeah. And when you, you try and play that game on, like, the hardest difficulties, same with, like, like the old 2D yeah. fighters. Yeah, you can, like, only score damage by punishing on that setting. It's ridiculous. Yep. So, uh, <clears throat> it'd be nice if they improved the AIs or at least made a bigger focus instead of just trying to make things more photorealistic, which I kind of wish they'd stop doing that. You've kind of gone as far as you can go at this point. Yeah, you don't. Oh, they'll keep going, Joe. Go yeah, but do you really, but do you need to, well, though? I mean, yeah, they, really they can't. That? Well, no, Joe, they can if they want to, but I understand what you're saying. Like, can mm. we see some other people? <laughs> yeah, just 
I mean, can, I, can can I get some weirdness too? Can we get some 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 fanciful shit? Some, some mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you can go further into that realistic and get like uber grim dark and gritty and you just, you just do a bunch of different crap. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I I love photorealistic shit, but I also mm-hmm. feel like there's so many games out now. Like so many people are doing retro shit or like yeah. 2D or like. People do like the wildest art styles, which is really cool. I love it. So yeah, I, I actually feel like there's less focus on photorealistic stuff these days mm. than ever because we are so close to it. True. Very true. Okay. Well, I believe that was all of the articles for tonight. Uh, so let's move on to final thoughts. Mike, you got a final thought? Hmm? Uh, fuck. Uh, I don't want to say don't make the Metal Gear movie, but um, I don't know, man. I, I'm just so. I wish I was like friends with that dude so I could just <laughs> talk to him and like make sure everything was okay, just for me. <laughs> but, yeah. So Metal Gear. Workplace harassment, bad. Um, <laughs> yes, bad. Yeah. Um, or I guess, uh, was it harassment? Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. Yeah. And stupidity. Yeah. Uh, PSP, RIP. Mm-hmm. Still going strong in my heart. Um, if anybody would like Jumper Cables' digits, slide into my DMs and I'll get you those. You Better not. <laughs> Why not? You, you know I don't like strangers. I'm trying to get you uh, some big butts on your big balls. <laughs> yeah, but knowing you, it'll be big dude butt. No, I wouldn't do that. Which is like, fine, I'm just not into that sort of thing. Mm. Oh. No, no bears for Lionel. Yeah. How was your day, Jumper Cables? Um, once work was over, it was cool. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Uh, Lionel, how about you? Uh, a whole lot of rumors going round. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen at, uh, Kojima's place in the future. I uh, hope everything is well and hope Ken does well. Yeah, mm. Ken, my boy. I forgot. <laughs> um, I don't care what you do, Rockstar. Just, just have fun doing it. Just, just <laughs> everyone, get out there and make some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I make shit twice a day. <sighs> I can make more than that if I drink a lot of coffee. Oh, my. Uh, Does that make you go, or does it make you constipated? I think if you you drink too much, it can make you constipated, but most of the time it just makes you go. Mm. I have a mug that says coffee makes me poop on it, and my uncle got it for me. It does (laughs) make you poop. Yeah. Well, really, it doesn't quite make you poop. It just makes the poop come out faster. Mm-hmm. Good poop talk. 
that that stuff was coming out of you one way or the other. <laughs> no stopping it. Um, it no. wasn't coming out before, and then you drank the coffee, and it made it come out. Doesn't that make you poop? Or is this like a chicken and egg scenario? <laughs> oh, my. I want to say yes, but it's possible that someone's treated minor constipation with a cup of coffee. Mm, probably. Um, I guess my final thought would be with the Vita. Uh, well, it how do you take that, your coffee, Joe? Uh, Up the ass? No, well, actually, I was watching this one. Coffee show enemas are a thing. They are a thing. I was about to say they were they were doing it at coffee enemas seven times a day. I think. Yes, they they yeah. have medical um, what you practices. Uh, there's a term I'm looking for. Whatever. Mm. They can make you feel better. Yeah, I like it a little dark. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize oh I was setting that up for you, Mike, but I'm glad I did. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, I guess the only thing I have to say is with the the PS Vita, even though it went bye-bye and it's never coming back, or the PSP, I would actually like to see more hand one-off handhelds. Kind of like back in the day with Tiger Electronics and how you could just buy a hand <laughs> and it would just do one particular game or one weird quirky thing or have a gimmick or something. That I have. Wait, wait, Joe, do you remember, wasn't it called the Tiger R-Zone? And it was like a scouter from Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, so... Stuff like that. I Yes, they do. They do still have things like that. If you look in the kids' aisle for the toys at Walmart, they'll, they have little, little handhelds like that. But I want more of those, like more higher quality games with just weird gimmicks all over them. That would be fun. So I'm yeah. down for that. Get out there and make some shit. Yeah, that would be fun. So, yeah. All right, that's it for this episode. You can... Catch updates and stuff on NAGP Returns on Twitter. There's Hey Listen Radio on SoundCloud. Hear about other episodes. On YouTube, it's Hey Listen Radio. You can see more content there, Let's Plays, and maybe in the future, an anime podcast hosted by Mike. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm down Do for it. that. Yeah, perhaps. Oh, uh, yeah, perhaps uh, ownership of one old Taku connection may be changing hands. There we go. That would be pretty cool. There's some interesting anime out these days, especially new hero stuff. Um, yeah, that's it. Good night. Goodbye. Sweet lover. Forever. <laughs>